Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Anthony Hendrickson. This is how I take my one piece of content between five minutes and 20 minutes, my weekly method of operation, how I natively syndicate to 16 different platforms using the same call to action when I was trying to tell you to. So for more of these videos, for more of this information, go to my website at anthonymarkhendrickson.com. Hey guys, thank you for so much for tuning in. This is Anthony Hendrickson coming to you here. A little different setup, have some things I want to show you, but yes, the title is right. I want to show you guys how I get anywhere from hundreds to thousands, yes, thousands of new audience members and new eyes on my content every week using one piece of content. So more specifically, what we're going to do is we're going to go through uh, what I do with one piece of content why I do it, how I do it, and, and specifically what it gets me. You're using this method as well. You'll be able to get the same results that I have just by repurposing or what I like to call syndication. So syndicating one piece of content to every one of these platforms. So that's what I want to show you. Oh, look at that. Okay, let's go. So what I want to do now is just briefly give you a little snapshot of what is going on on the whiteboard, what I'm doing, kind of where I'm going to take you on this little journey. So right here on this snapshot, we have all these different things. So I'm just going to walk you through exactly what I'm doing on it, uh, why I'm doing it that way. And we're just going to try to keep it as short as I can. Um, after this little snapshot here, what I'll do is I'll use the magic of video. We'll zoom in on each one of these little objects or boards here. Uh, and then that way you can take a closer look. So like I said, we're keeping it simple. Depending on how or how long this content actually takes here, how long, uh, what I will more than likely do, unless it runs on a little longer than I think, is I might, uh, or what I wanna do is show you exactly on my computer what I'm doing with my last piece of content, what I did last week using this method. So we'll switch from the whiteboard to my computer for that piece. So what the purpose behind this board is, is what I do with my content on a weekly basis. Now what I do is I take one short piece of content, anywhere from 5 minutes to 20 minutes usually, somewhere in there, I break it down, do all the shooting, do what I need to do, and then I distribute it onto 16 different platforms. And I'm going to show you how you can do that as well. So here are the 16 different platforms in just a second. I'm going to break it down, give you a closer look so you can see it even better. Uh, the, the 16 platforms, what I'm using, and in what order and why. Uh, now the purpose behind using this 16 pieces of platform that we break up and post natively on each one of the platforms has one call to action, one CTA. Now with the one CTA that we're using on all 16 platforms is one and one only. We're keeping it simple is right to our blog or right to my blog. This is what I do. Now there are two simple reasons why I do this. The two simple reasons why we do the CTA to the blog is for these certain things. The first one is to build our audience. What we wanna do is build our audience in different ways that way we're reaching more people every day on a monthly basis. We're building that audience. And then the second reason which we'll touch on is to strengthen your fandom. 
What I mean by fandom is followers, people that are wanting to, are wanting and willing to engage on your audience or on your content. So that is what I mean by fandom. We're gonna to touch on that a little bit more here in just a second. So with this content, you might ask yourself, how does all this work? How are you bringing hundreds and thousands of people back to your blog? It is very simple. What we're doing is spreading out to all these different platforms using the same CTA. That CTA is what brings everyone back to our blog. It's gonna be new people on a weekly basis and even better, it's gonna be some of the same people coming back looking for more. So those are why we're using these 16 platforms. That's why we're using the same piece of content and that's why we're using the same CTA. That way it's all congruent. We're bringing people back with us. So now magic of video, let's take our first look a little bit closer at our first piece of paper on the whiteboard. Let's go magic of video, let's go. Okay guys, here we are, here's our board. I'm right here. So these are the, this is the close up of the 16 platforms that we're using. These are our social media platforms. There's 16 of them, we're gonna go through them real quick. So the first platform that we use is YouTube. Second platform is LinkedIn. The third platform is Twitter. Then Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Tumblr. Now we're gonna keep moving on to SoundCloud's going to be our eighth, iTunes is our ninth, Spotify will be our 10th platform, Google Podcast is number 11, Stitcher is number 12, iHeartRadio is number 13, Pandora will be our 14th, Amazon Alexa will be our 15th, and Google Home will be our 16th. Alexa, stop. She's listening. She's always listening. So now the first and one of the most important is going to be YouTube. So now YouTube not only is a platform, but it also acts as our video host. And what we do is with YouTube, where we host our video, we then share our, the link to our, I'm sorry, the YouTube code to every other platform where we're actually embedding videos. So that way we have our video, our host is done, and that's one, one other place that we can use to also help other places with our video. So like I said, YouTube was going to be our host. It is free, anyone can use it. And then moving on to our audio host is going to be our SoundCloud. Once again, let's just do a little recap for YouTube. These are gonna be our social media platforms. YouTube is one of them. Social media platforms, we're gonna have YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr. And then our audio host is SoundCloud. And this is for our podcast platforms. Now our podcast platforms are gonna be SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Now, if you move on from there, we have our at-home devices. And this is what we're going to be using for our at-home devices at this point. It's going to be Amazon Alexa and Google Home. And SoundCloud is gonna power all of these. Biggest thing that I hear when people, when I tell people that I'm doing 16 different platforms and I'm syndicating content to it, the one, the, there's a couple questions that they always have. They always have a question of, do you really do 16 platforms? And I say, yes, I do. And they say, do I need to do 16 platforms? And the answer is, no, you don't. You can do whatever you wanna do, but I do these 16 platforms. 
is well that's pretty good on these 16 here now we're going to use the magic of the video to move on over to this board here so magic of video let's move now okay guys here we are over on this board now as you can see it looks a little different we have a blog right in the middle that's going to be the most important along with our CTA and we also have building our audience and creating strengthening our fandom that's what we're going to focus on on this board now that we're moving over here just remember that these are coming from all the 16 pieces of content they all have the same call to action the call to action is to come to my blog and what the blog, do blog does is feeds all of these different actions and there's going to be two main things that the blog does and once again is build the audience and create the fandom all with the same call to action as you see this a lot of things probably look familiar but uh, let's get back to fandom. What is fandom? These are the true fans or true followers, people who actually know you, like you, and trust you, and they're waiting for your content to come out. That is what we call fandom. There's different people out there who use different things. That's what I'm calling it for this video. So now, once we bring everyone with the call to action to our blog, and we're building our audience now, this is what we're mainly doing there is we are retargeting using code or pixel. So now what this means is um, people can come, come to your website and as soon as they touch down, they don't need to fill out a capture page, they don't need to do any of that type of stuff and you're already gonna capture them in your custom audience. Now with your custom audience, we do this a couple different ways depending on the platform. So now we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna target or we're gonna be able to retarget to these different platforms. So it's gonna be Google, it's gonna be in their Gmail accounts, so their inbox is gonna be on YouTube either Facebook accounts, usually Facebook profiles is what we're looking at, a LinkedIn profile, and also their, their Pinterest as well. So now what we're gonna do with these is we're just gonna put a piece of code in on our, on our website, and we're gonna use that to capture people without them even knowing that we're doing it. So on Google, Gmail, and YouTube, uh, and, and YouTube, we call these all, it's the Google G tag. Uh, Facebook, it's a Facebook pixel. LinkedIn is a LinkedIn, insight tag and the Pinterest is the, the Pinterest tag these are all pieces of code uh, go through that on another video you don't need to know that right now but these are just pieces of code where we can pick up and we can create this custom audience without anyone knowing and we can use it later on when we're retargeting them so that is what we mean by code pixel simple concept that a lot of people don't need to don't even know you just have to do it one time but just on your own blog you just need to put in the head tag these different pieces of code, and like I said, some of them have the same piece of code. You only have to do this basically once with your website, and that is how you're gonna, one way that you're gonna start collecting and building this audience or custom audience. Okay, and then as we're moving on, as far as with our blog or on our website, whatever you wanna call it, there's other ways that we're gonna be capturing people. So we call these different types of opt-in forms. Different types of opt-in forms could be capture pages, could be webinar page, registration pages, lead baits, could be offers that you have on your on your website. All of these are all, all different ways that we can build our email list and we can also strengthen our custom audiences that we're trying to build. Now these opt-in pages do require people to actually fill out the opt-in pages with their email. So that's one thing that's a little bit trickier to get people to do rather than just once we're 
putting in any type of landing pixel, but as soon as they land, then all of a sudden we have them. Keep in mind that anyone that does fill out the opt-in form, we do still have them up here because we've already got them on a pixel, but now we are straight to their inbox. They asked us to be in there on this type of opt-in webinar or sales funnel or lead bait or whatever they use to fill that up. Now just imagine, we can retarget to them on all of these different platforms, all of these different ways, so we can get in front of them even easier, more times. So now think about it. Once they get to your blog, they fill out some type of lead magnet, some type of uh, lead bait or capture page. Not only do you have their email, but you have them in all of these different platforms, different places. So that means you can get in front of them numerous times, extremely easy. Now onto the most, what I feel is the most powerful of all, is the mobile text numbers. Now what this means is you have their phone number, uh, you can text them, there's a number list, you can do text campaigns. Uh, I have it all over my blog, I have it on my website where it's my actual phone number for people to connect with you. And actually I'll probably just put the number on the screen right now, depending on when you're seeing this, if you're seeing it live or not, but I'll add it in. Uh, but this might be the most powerful way to connect with people because their phones are in their pockets and they're looking at them all day long, every day. Don't just need to have phone numbers to call anymore, but with the mobile numbers, you can build text number lists, just like an email list. You can do text campaigns. I'm sure you've all got them before. That's when someone reaches out over text message for, could be anything from a survey to uh, some type of donation. There's all kinds of different forms of you see these used on a daily basis. So now once again, let's just talk about this. We can bring it over with our 16 platforms that we have. We bring the same call to action, move everyone over to our blog. Once they get to our blog is when we start building the audience. So that's the whole purpose to why we're doing this and this is the plan of attack that we're using. Let's move on then. Let's start talking about uh, creating to strengthening your fandom. Now what is fandom? Those are the people that know, like, and trust you. They're the people that want to see your content. They're the ones that are coming to see all your posts and communicating with you. They're engaging with you. And there's two reasons why. The two reasons why that we're going to touch on are the why and the how. Now the reason why we want to touch on these two topics are because of the why and why we want that is because it's more of a psychological type thing for who's ever consuming. True fanmanship are the people that are, they know you, they like you, they trust you, they're waiting for your content to come out, they know it's going to be good, you've given stuff to them, you've helped them in some way, and if you haven't helped them now, you're going to in the future and they know that, more than likely you've helped them before. Attention. Now, attention is the main key. This is the hardest thing to actually grab. Now, keeping someone's attention for five minutes is nearly impossible these days. Just to grab that attention for 30 seconds could be probably seem like an astronomical type of chore for some people is getting their attention for even 30 seconds. And the next one is the rabbit hole, the Anthony Mark Hendrickson rabbit hole. That's me, by the way. Anyway, that's where we want to try to get people to, is on your blog, if they get to the rabbit hole, if you have the good content that they're looking for, that's where they're going to get lost, and then you're going to have their attention. They're going to get um, stuck in there, consuming all your content, and enjoying it. After all, you put a lot of time into this. So like I said before, the rabbit hole, now what that is, is, is it's, they came over from your blog, from the CTA, 
They're gonna keep going over. Chances are they're gonna find a piece of content of yours that they like. They're gonna keep consuming and like Alice in Wonderland, the rabbit hole is a place that they get to that is hard to get out of, which is key. You want them there, you wanna provide value, you want them to get as much as they can, as long as they can. The next one that we wanna move on to is the watch slash listen time. Now this it goes with the amount of time that they're consuming your content. Uh, the longer they watch, the longer they listen to you, the more that they're going to know you, the more they're going to like you, the more they're going to trust you. And so as much watch time as you can get people to have, the better. Whether if it's podcast or video or something like that, that is when you officially have their attention. So you want to go for that watch time. It's very important. At the end of the day, what we want to do is we want to provide people that watch time, that listen time, create those 25 hours, and then that's what I call the drug called Anthony Hendrickson, or the drug called you. What it is, is it's something that you want to give them, they want to consume it, it's something that they enjoy, and then they'll be back for more. So the more quality value you can give them, the more they're going to want to come back. Let me reiterate, this is what I do, this is what I do to use these 16 platforms that bring back the blog, all these different ways of having people opt in ways to capture their attention. Now, like I said, this is nothing that you have to do. This is just what I do. This is what works for me, and I'm just sharing it with you. So I'll probably say that a couple more times in this video, but this is definitely something that I do. The next big question that we need to ask, or that everyone always asks, is exactly how. So now, how is another way, and you'll see this once I end up sharing my screen. Um, now, there's a bunch of different ways that we do it. The first thing, way that we do it is using an image so no text you'll see that when we switch to my screen text description now you're just doing a little bit about that same type of image you're just gonna have a text a little more information on that next one is the video cover art with text and that kind of goes along the same lines um, with probably that same image or same picture you just have text over the top um, your YouTube link podcast episode and then your micro story micro story you're going to leave that to your full story micro story is about 200 words or less uh, full full story is going to be probably about three times as, as long or three times longer than that i should say and then also with your micro story you're going to lead them to the google algo so what i mean by that is a google algorithm and that's just the way that we're going to keep the pipeline full we're going to keep people Coming back to you, we're going to use Google just as another crutch, another tool to, once again, create our audience, build our audience, and build our fandom. So now, just to be clear, this is all, all of these things, the image, the text, description, video, uh, podcast, all of this is within your blog post. And when I say your blog post, I mean every blog post. When I say yours, I actually mean mine. This is exactly what I do. Let's go a little bit more in depth with exactly what we do or just a little bit more of a breakdown on what I do on each specific platform so it's a little more clear with you or for you and then we'll just use the power of video to go on over to the next screen. So hang on. Okay, looks like we have a pretty awesome swiveling camera angle here. So now we're going to be taking a look at this board here. So. That will be our main focus for the next couple of minutes. Once again, we're going to be shifting our focus over. We have seven different platforms. We have a nice swivel. We'll start here. We'll work our way over. And then that way you can take a look and see exactly what we're doing on each platform. So the first one we're going to start out on is YouTube. YouTube, 
LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. These are our seven social media platforms that we are focusing on now. That we will be doing all types of content, different content, native to each platform. And as we look at SoundCloud, SoundCloud is going to be our main audio platform. It's going to be where we're going to house our, our actual podcast. We're going to use our RSS feed and we're going to be able to syndicate to the rest of these. Now you might be asking yourself, is all of this done manually? Yes, all of the social medias are done manually. We get a little bit of relief once we use SoundCloud because of our RSS feed where we can fill the rest of the platforms, but as far as the social media goes, we do need to manually do those. SoundCloud is going to be our major podcast, our major audio platform. Now what SoundCloud is going to do, it's going to push us over our RSS feed. Now what our RSS feed does, it's a little piece of code or a little almost like a URL, it's going to push it out to all of our audio platforms. So it's going to push it out to iTunes, it's going to push it out to Spotify, it's going to push it out to Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and also our RSS feed is going to feed our home devices, which would be Amazon's Alexa and Google Home. Those home devices are all going to be fueled by the same RSS feed all by uploading our content to SoundCloud. The RSS feed will be the main thing to fuel all these different platforms from our SoundCloud. Now it's gonna push it from our SoundCloud to our RSS feed, feed all these platforms, and therefore it's gonna curate that content for us. All I had to do was submit my RSS feed and the rest of the information to the, all of these platforms and then once that happens, then you can have a spot where your podcast can be shown on any of these. So there are necessary steps to take. They are a one-time deal for that particular podcast, but after you're done, you're done. Okay, guys, let's go into the social media platforms in a little more in depth. What exactly do I put on each platform and why? As you notice, on each of the platforms, you see I'm putting content in CTA, content in CTA, content in CTA. Have that across all the top because each piece of content for each platform is very specific. So there's certain things you need to do to cater to each platform because something that you show on Facebook might not be the same as what you should be putting on, on YouTube, and so on and so forth. On Twitter, you necessarily don't want to have on Instagram. Vice versa, every platform is different, so there's a method to the madness here. Starting out on YouTube, there's the content in the CTA. We upload our full video on YouTube, and we want the full video on there with everything else. Our call to action is sending them to our blog. Next, we move on to LinkedIn. Now, we have three different pieces of content here for LinkedIn. We have a video clip, a direct link to your blog, which actually produces image or a photo so you actually have that as well and then the third one is we're going to do an image as well on LinkedIn. Now all three of these are call to action is sending people to our blog. Moving on to Twitter we have two pieces of content. Our first piece of content is going to be a video clip. This video clip we want to be less than two minutes and 20 seconds that way it's native to the platform that's the way they want it. And the second piece of content is going to be an image. 
yes, that is different than a video clip. The image you'll see will be just, it could be along the same lines because we want the same content to be relevant, but not the same. And with both of these on Twitter, our call to action is going to be, yes, sending them to our blog. Moving on to Facebook, we have our content and our call to action still. Now our first piece of content that we have is a full video. So we want to put the full video on Facebook. It doesn't really matter how long it is, you can put it on there. Facebook doesn't mind, but we're going to have two call to actions. On the first call to action, they don't even know what's happening. It's called the Facebook Custom Audience. Now how this works is we just need someone to watch three seconds of that video. So one, two, three, three seconds, and they are in our custom audience, and they probably don't even know it. Now the second one that we want to do is the same as everything. Call to action to our blog, which is where we're driving all of our traffic back to our blog. Moving on nicely to Instagram. Instagram, we still have the same content and CTA. Now, Instagram, we all know it's a social platform. It's more for daily life and things like that. So images are always what's going to work best on Instagram. So we're going to have an image. We're going to have the same CTA call to action right to our blog, just like the rest of them. See the trend going on? Pinterest is a newer platform to myself. I've only been using Pinterest for a little while now, but it's, I'm finding it extremely fun. So we're going to have the same type of content and calls to action as, we had, as we've seen before. First one is going to be a video clip, and the second piece of content is going to be an image. We're going to use both of those for this platform. And over to the calls to action, same or similar as before. Pinterest custom audience is a lot like Facebook, where we just need someone to there we have this implemented on our website so therefore it picks it up without anyone even knowing and the nice part about Pinterest in building the custom audience using that is it doesn't need to necessarily just be uh, three seconds on your video it can be any type of interaction if you blow up your picture or your image if they click on your link which they don't even really need to do um, to put in any type of call that or any type of capture page they just click on the link following your Pinterest custom audience and they won't even know it. So it's nice because that, that's a nice way that they engage that. Um, most people don't even know that that's happening. So it's a nice way to build your custom audience. And the second way is also the, the call to action is sending them to our blog as well, just like everything. Oh yeah, one thing that I forgot to mention with Pinterest before we move on to Tumblr is Pinterest, you want to make sure that you do keep your videos under 15 minutes one thing that Pinterest does require um, that I had to learn about the hard way. I didn't realize I had longer videos that were being uploaded. So make sure you just keep those under 15 minutes and as of now you should be fine. So moving on to Tumblr. Tumblr we're going to have two different types of images or two different types of content. I'm sorry we're going to have your video clip which is just like everything else. But, it, but with Tumblr you want to keep it under 10 minutes for most video clips. <clears throat> that's native to their platform. What I personally do is I'm keeping it right around two minutes because there's a lot of the times where I'll create multiple pieces of content in one day and that 10 minutes has to last you 24 hours. So if you're doing several pieces of content, sometimes I find that's not enough. So I just stick to about two minutes, upload that, and I have not had any problems. And then the second piece of content that we're gonna use for Tumblr is gonna be an image as well. Call to action, same as everything else. We're sending everyone to our blog. Get them back there, then we know what the 
can capture more information about them, we can add more value on our blog. Touching on SoundCloud next, I know we kind of talked about it down here earlier, but SoundCloud, what I do with my is just I just strip the audio. So the saved content and video clips that I'm using for these over here, I just use a wave file and strip the sound content. That's what I upload to SoundCloud. I have a couple different ways that maybe you know it's not my content where I where I let my listeners know that they could be doing video, they could be hearing audio, they could be doing both ways. So it is the same content, that's how I do it. What we do is we strip the, uh, the audio off of our content, our video content. That's what we submit to SoundCloud through our RSS feed. Once again, I'm going to say it one more time because I've already said it three times, but the RSS feed will automatically feed it to our iTunes, to our Spotify, to Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and then also to the home devices, Amazon Alexa, and Google Home. And this is all done through our RSS feed. And the way that you get on the rest of these is by submitting your RSS feeds to each of the platforms. Like I said, it's a one-time deal, but from then on, everything that you're uploading to your SoundCloud is automatically going to push it to these ones. All these platforms, all these sound platforms. Okay, so I'm going to back things out so you can see a little bit clearer and blow myself up. So we'll do that now. Okay, so now we're back. And that is exactly how I use one piece of called my WMO weekly method of operation I have one piece of content that I spread out to all these platforms and all these things every single week and that's how I get one piece of content to go a long 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 way. It's tough to do right away. I don't suggest doing it all on the first day. I started out with eight platforms and I was just kind of adding one on every week as I was doing it. But this is what this came to now. As I'm spreading it out to all these different platforms, like I said, I didn't start doing it with all 16 right away. I started small and worked my way up, but this is how I'm able to reach thousands of new audience members every single week, and I'm building it every week on each platform. But if you take all of my custom audiences, all of my different lists from all these social media platforms, and email to, that's how I'm reaching thousands of people on a weekly basis, all organically, by using the same one piece of content. This is what I do. I'm gonna jump on, I, I actually said I was gonna show you my computer, and I put that on a different video since this got a little bit longer anyway, so it's gonna be kind of a part two to this. But this is my content strategy. This is my social media strategy. Like I said, it's not hard to do. It's a lot of the same things as CTAs going to the same places, so it's not rocket science, but it's consistency that wins in the long run. So once again, this is Anthony Hendrickson. This is how I take one piece of weekly content between five and 20 minutes, I break it up and I, and I disperse it evenly. I syndicate it to 16 different platforms natively, all in the same way. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you on the next video. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching or listening. I hope this content has helped you in some way. Maybe it motivated you, maybe it inspired you, maybe it actually triggered something uh, in your head to make you get out of that rut or get out of your own way. Maybe it simply entertained you. I'm just an ex-service industry guy who, once I decided I didn't want to live in that fast-paced life anymore, 
I uh, decided to go my own way. I felt like I was out on an island. Everyone who I had known for years uh, suddenly wasn't around and it was a whole new feeling. After spending tons of my savings, going into deeper debt, I realized that it was really time for a change and there's something I need to do about it. After being at a mental rock bottom, I decided that I had to pull myself up, do something different, and that's how I got into the world of marketing. Now, I've been almost two years removed from the corporate life and I've never looked back. If you wanna follow me on my journey or connect later on or in the future, or even if you just wanna follow me, you can either find me at my blog at anthonymarkhendrickson.com. Once again, that is anthonymarkhendrickson.com. Or if you're watching this video, you can click, click on the link below. Once again, I'm Anthony Hendrickson, and we'll see you on the inside. Okay, bye-bye.